Welcome to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast, covering weekly investment news, important financial topics, and expert interviews. We want to help you become more knowledgeable about the financial world around you. This is not an offer to sell you anything, and remember, past performance doesn't indicate future results. Now your hosts, Ty Hansen and Ryan Robertson. Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast, Ty. How are you doing today? I'm well, bud. How are you? I'm good. I noticed you're wearing a hoodie. Is it kind of cold up there? I am wearing my hoodie. It's maybe a little premature for it, but it was a little, uh, we've got that little nip in the air. So yeah, I'm a little freezing. I love fall. And you know what that brings every fall? I do too. You know what it brings? College football? Well, that. And a little turbulence in the markets, Ty. Winter? Well, not Ooh, that is true. That is true. September and October, historically weird months. We we do get a few bumps in the road. Um, yeah, and selfish plug for the Market Mini. Go check out our Market Mini, which drops every Monday. Yeah. Uh, we we do talk about that. Yeah. We talk a lot about that. So And uh, this week's will be yep. even more interesting. November, September, October, it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I hope so. Because it's been a gut punch this week, to say the least. So, so what we're going to be doing today... We got some uh, some interesting uh, uh, political news. Yeah, it's political. Yeah, it's in that yeah. there are politics involved here, and it's going to move us into a di- discussion about self-directed IRAs, which we've had a few podcasts about. And uh, today is about well, we're going to start off. There's a new infrastructure bill in congress a lot of us have heard about it i think it's three and a half three and a half trillion dollar infrastructure bill 3.5 trillion not not but trillion trillion 3.5 trillion dollars and there is some really uh important parts of that not approved obviously not signed into law yet but it's being discussed about iras and how that may work with self-directed IRAs. So we're going to talk about that. And that's going to move us also into um, kind of some philosophical points about self-directed IRAs. Why this bill would be important to not be put into effect. And how do we utilize them better? Right. Does that sound right? It Does will, that sound good, time? It will help us create what I would call. Yeah. No, it's not. It sounds great. Yeah. It'll help us, though. I think it'll help us create what, what I want to call the perfect portfolio wow yeah yep it's gonna it's gonna really yep. crescendo at the perfect portfolio we're gonna build up to that i i do like that yes exactly no. exactly so infrastructure bill let's dive into it um nobody likes to read legislation because it is the most boring no. thing in the world because obviously you're talking about attorneys writing this stuff up which you know let's be honest yeah Attorneys aren't the most exciting writers in the world. <laughs> uh, they have to write boring that, stuff. E- yes. And I will say my wife just passed the bar <laughs> like, literally this week. So congrats to her. But um, I s- still say there is not. Well, I can't say that anymore. There isn't. An, I don't like attorneys. There's not an attorney out there that I like. Mm. So sorry. Hey. They they just make that language terrible. Look, it's not it's a it's not personal. Gnarly. It's not personal. 
not personal. Yeah, I have, yeah. I have a good buddy who's an attorney. I tell they him just that. make our lives hell. I tell him that every time. Yep. I'm like, yep. you're in the worst profession, dude, just so you know. Oh, seriously. And to all of our attorney well, friends well, that are thing, listening, we still like you. Don't worry. We do. We love you as a human being, but we don't <laughs> like your profession. So. <laughs> Obviously, we're joking here. We are joking. Like attorneys. Hey, I, I, w- I, I will say something, though, really fast. Please do. Um, this... We're not coming at this uh, discussion about the infrastructure bill from a Republican slant. Well, I mean, we're, I tend to be a little bit more Republican with my uh, economic views. Yeah. But we really do want to stress that this isn't a political discussion. No, right? no. Because, uh, in fact, I ho- hopefully we'll dive into some of the pros and cons for both sides of the table. But this, it does, I don't care. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat. I, I try to be as politically agnostic as I can in investing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's really going to make the most sense for investors? Yeah. Anyways, we 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 want to talk about right what this may right. affect you affect you as an investor. Right. We care about because I don't care where it's coming from. Right. How does this affect us? So why don't we do this? Right. You know the bill exactly. much better than I do. Why don't you read it verbatim to everybody? Uh, if everybody's got two hours, we'll read it okay. verbatim. I think it's like you know eight hundred uh, pages. Yeah. Well, you know what? No, you, let, scratch that. Let's just have you give Let's, us the bullet points of what's important. Don't read it. Well, okay. So I want to, what I really want to dive into are just a few sections that deal with the IRA. That's a great idea. Because Ty. again, you, yeah, you, you, you and I, now there's the, a lot of this infrastructure bill. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of good pieces to this that I like. And to be frank, I know a lot of people get frustrated with Biden and, you know, people lean one way or another politically. Um, he, he's actually got some, I think he's got good people around him, financially speaking. And I do think that a lot of the tax proposals that are out there um, outside of this infrastructure bill, uh, they really are targeted at a higher, a much higher tax bracket, a much higher net worth, which Again, you know, there's a whole debate there, but um, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I've seen other Democratic presidents that push really hard and it even drops down into that kind of, you know, uh, middle class quite a bit. And, and so far, at least in, in, in from some of the stuff I've seen, he hasn't Biden hasn't been overreaching that way, which, which I which I like. Um, so but the within the infrastructure bill. And again, so there's a lot of good pieces to it. And, you know, I mean, there is a big push for, you know, um, like helping immigrants and, you know, people transitioning, you know, into U.S. citizenship. There's things like that. Right. Uh, But one of the pieces that is is problematic, has me a little bit apprehensive, is they want to change some of the abilities within the self-directed IRA. And the key point is that it will disallow a self-directed IRA and whether or not that bleeds over into a 401k, I don't know. Like that's not super clear. Yet. And there's a lot of obviously clarity that will, will be forthcoming down yeah. the road, depending on how this is passed. Well, and so the thing is to where you we're talking about, it's a spending bill. That's its main objective. So you have to figure out how are we going to pay for it? So that's where this, what you're talking about is coming into play is it's not a, it's not the spending side of it. It's now like, how are we going to pay for what we're going to spend? So how do we pay for it? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it, it's, yeah, it's like, okay, the money's got to come from somewhere. And so, uh, where does that money come from? It's like, okay, well, 
there's there's a, a lot of discussion inside the self-directed IRA that you won't be able to invest IRA monies in. Because think about that. If you're using IRA monies, you're either deferring or maybe even not having any taxes whatsoever based on the Roth, right? We talked about that. I talked about that when I was solo a couple of episodes ago. Um, so so that's the idea is that, is that some of these changes, tax changes, are a way that they're going to try and funnel more money into, you know, so the spending part of the bill. So yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Really good point. Um, so really what it'll do is it will eliminate the capacity for somebody within their IRA to buy into private placements, maybe even real estate. Now, again, there, this is fluid. There's, I mean, I've read a bunch on it, but there's still even stuff that I'm not 100% clear on because it's pretty deep and there's a lot of moving pieces. Again, um, attorneys are writing it. So yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. At, at its base level, there's going to be, proposed changes to what you are able to do within your IRA account, which again is going to limit. The other thing I don't like too, is that they're going to require, if you have those investments, you have to have them liquidated within, I I don't know if it's the end of 2023 or the end of 2022, early 2023, basically within about a 12 to 24 month window, you have to have those things liquidated and money's pulled out, which you may be in an investment that's private that you are locked up for the next five years. And that's going to force taxation. And I hate anything that forces taxation because to me, it's like, oh, uh, like that, that, that stifles, that stifles investing in my opinion. And, and, and investing is a big part of how our economy grows. It really is. So that's the key takeaway is that certain investments that you've been able to do in self-directed solo 401k, self-directed IRA, those are looking to be carved out. You will no longer be able to do them and you have to liquidate what you have. There's no grandfathering is what this well, is. Well, and it's important to, again, like you were saying, it's a fluid situation because there obviously legislation gets proposed by uh, Congress, right? And different uh, constituents can, you know, sponsor the bill, but it's got to go through a very strict process to actually become law. And... So a lot of these things can change. What we're really bringing up is just the idea that it's actually been put on the table and it has a lot of implications for people. And it would be something that's important for everybody to sort of understand as we move forward. Because I think a part of this we want to really emphasize is just why it might be really important for this not to be part of this. Not only just because that's what we do, but it's really because we just like the idea of investors having flexibility to invest the way they want. Right. And, and that's what we're going to get here in just a second. This is what I'm talking about when I say the perfect portfolio, right? Now, will it completely eliminate the perfect portfolio? No, but it will impact that for sure. For sure. Um, it's interesting. So quick, quick side note. So I, this is the second time in my financial career, my professional career, that I've seen legislation like this proposed, I mean, really, we're kind of getting into the 11th hour, right, where this is really close, right? And the infrastructure bill has been going back and forth for a few months now, but it's pretty close. Uh, anyways, good and bad, I, I, I like, it's, it, to me, whether you like it or don't like, I, I, it's pretty fun to see the political process in work, in, in action. Um, and, and it is kind of cool to be involved. And what I mean by that is, so uh, I want to say it was like 2004, 2005. Maybe it was 2006. Anyways, right around 2004, 2005, 
there was a there was a, the Senate Finance Committee put forth a, a, a proposed tax change which would have eliminated certain types of 1031 exchanges, right? And so that's where I cut my teeth coming into this business was which a 1031 exchanges you've got real estate you're invested in you can roll that money into something else it saves a ton in taxes, really powerful tool, and so they proposed it. And it I mean we're talking like a, you know a billion dollar industry almost getting wiped out overnight. And so we kind of had a really cool grassroots effort. A bunch of people in the industry got together. Um, all these things, right? We pushed really hard. And in fact, I even I have a picture of uh, uh, me with Senator Hatch, right? Orrin Hatch. Um, he was actually on the Senate Finance. He was, I think, the head of the Senate Finance Committee at that time. But it was cool to get involved. We met with him. We also made a ton of financial donations, which kind of part of the problem with this, the way politics work, but whatever. We got involved, and, 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 and they were able to tweak it enough to where they still taxed it a little different. There was some, uh, some changes to how it was taxed, but it didn't completely wipe out our industry, right? Which he saw that. He's like, no, this makes sense. I like what you're doing. This, this is a good thing. And I also, he's like, I also don't, we don't want to destroy it. You know, because a lot of times politicians, bills get proposed. I don't think they always understand all the total sure. ramifications of what they're proposing. Well, as I say, I mean, so that was a lot a really, of this legislation, just it, yeah. the implications are vast. And unless people bring it up, it could easily be missed, especially in something like this. It's a $3.5 trillion spending bill. So Trillion. Yeah. So, so again, that's all I'm getting at here. And this is what I love about the country we live in. And this is what I'm getting at here is, and I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not really that politically active to be frank. I'm kind of lazy, but it was, it was cool to be part of the process then. And again, today, as we're seeing this happen, Yesterday, I wrote to Mitt Romney and a couple of other people, um, and, and and I think so. So I don't know the exact process, but I'm I'm fairly certain that if if people email their official things, like those have to be reviewed by their staff. And I think it's something along the lines of every single phone call and or email they get, they treat that as the opinion of something like five to ten thousand people, because they figure okay that represents you know about five thousand people that if they took the time would would voice this opinion right and and so anyways so it's fun to be a part of the process not to say hey the infrastructure bill is bad get rid of the whole thing it's look there's a provision in here that i would love you to look at can we tweak it can we maybe not adjust it so aggressively so that it doesn't and and again you can make changes you can have an impact you really can wow look at you right look at you so just democracy and process really enjoy it yeah we should we should play the national anthem love right it. now. God we bless should. America. So, but let's move. The, let, let, yeah. So, God. Well, okay, so the yeah, when we talk about this, the reason <laughs> we're gonna uh, the direction we're gonna go is gonna be. So th- this is why we would think let's not do this if we if we were in charge. Let's take this out and find some other way to do this because. Self-directed IRAs are an extremely important part of somebody's ability to, as you say, create the perfect portfolio. But we're really talking about the ability to diversify. You can't really diversify if you can't do these kind of things. And really, you talk about the idea of non-correlated assets, things that don't and are not tied to one another completely. The only real way to do it to protect the average person is to have them given the ability to do this. So that's what we're going to talk right. about with this. No, this is why it's worth it. These self-directed right. accounts. Right. This is exactly it. And, and, and again, obviously, you know, finishing my last thought, like that's why you and I, uh, we've got to 
we're biased in our opinion, right? Because it's part of our profession. It will affect how we do business and people don't like change. That's how we, that's the human condition. Uh, but no, it, it, it's, you know, we are getting involved and we're talking because the, yeah, the ramifications are huge. Why is it worth it? Why is it important that the self-directed IRA can do this? Right. And exactly what, what you were just talking about it. it so I had a conversation with, um, Professor, Professor Dubell, one of the coolest professors I ever had. So I did a bachelor's and a master's of finance at the U, University of Utah. Uh, Dubell was a professor, uh, financial engineering. It was one of the most intense uh, educational experiences I ever had. Like it kicked, like the first test, one of the first tests I took in that class, I got like a go. 10. And not like a way, 10 out of 15 or 10 out of 20. It was like wait a minute, of 100. Like, and I studied my butt off, and I <laughs> bombed it. And he literally like held my test up in class and defied <laughs> me. Good, um, you should. It was awesome. more public humiliation. One of, the, one of the most intense. Oh, it was it, it was awesome. And 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 um, all of the uh, yeah. Anyways, all the other kids. Anyway, it was it was funny. My point is, I learned a ton, and I had a lot of good discussions with this guy. A really really crazy smart individual. Uh, he he worked for City, and he was one of the big. Um, uh, traders in uh, mortgage-backed securities, and he did a lot of like forex trading, and and anyways, just uh, financial arbitrage, crazy deep stuff, really cool calculations, really geeky fun things. But I asked him this question like two or three times in the semester. I asked this for a, of my a lot of my professors because I like I was already in my career kind of. I was I I, I was in the finance world. I was kind of on this quest to create the you know I want to create this perfect portfolio, and so I asked him. I said. What, how can I create the perfect diversified portfolio? The, the, the technical geeky term is non-correlated. What, what, something, something correlated means they're going to do the same thing. If something goes down, it's going to go down too. Non-correlated means if it goes down, it goes up. Something else goes up, right? The analogy I use a lot with clients is if you had a, if you had two businesses and you sold umbrellas and sunscreen, right? Those aren't really correlated because if it's a sunny day, you're going to sell a ton of sunscreen. If it's a rainy day, you're going to sell a ton of umbrellas, right? That's the idea of, of non-correlation. So I, I, I kept asking Dubill, how do I build this perfect portfolio? How do I get non-correlated? How do I, how do I really accomplish that? Right? And he would always laugh at me. He's kind of like, you're such a dork. He's like, you can't do that. You just can't do that. And to, to an extent, he's right. To an extent, you, there's just like, and, and that's, if anything, 2008, 2009 taught us that, right? If you have one major part of the economy go down, it's going to really impact everything. But I still believe in this quest for the perfect portfolio. And this is where the self-directed IRA, and coming back to the infrastructure bill, this is why this is, is important, is what really truly is diversified is not so, so what it is, oh, sorry, let me stop. What it is, is it's really truly having something that will systematically work in your portfolio in a totally different manner than something else you're invested in. Okay. So again, umbrellas and sunscreen. If, if it's raining, I'm going to go out and I'm going to sell my umbrellas. If Which if those are private companies, you could use your self-directed you IRA really to invest do in that. Them. Yeah, there you go. Well, maybe that might be uh, that might be taken away with legislation. Well, no, so sorry, right. you can't do that anymore. No. Um, so, so, so think about that inside, or just with regular stocks, 
So, so what, what, Ryan, what would you tell me? What, how, how, how would I be diversified with different stock holdings that I have? Oh, well, you would, you would certainly want to do different sectors of the economy. You would certainly want to do different companies within that. Okay. And you would want to... Like, what's a di- like, t- like, give me an example. What are two different, what are two different market well, sectors? let's say financial, so banks, and let's okay. say healthcare. Okay. Perfect. Exactly. Great, great example. If I bought one healthcare stock and one finance stock, right? They're, they're, they're going to have some differences, right? Um, or even maybe like real estate, like you can buy a real estate stock, a REIT stock, or you could buy telecom, or you can buy industrials, right? There's all kinds of different sectors. And you're right, so that's diversification. What, what's um, within the world of say, like the Fidelity world, the Robinhood world, the world people are used to investing their dollars, besides stock, what's another thing I can add to my portfolio that's gonna give me diversification? Well, bonds could do that. Bingo. Or Bonds. precious metals could do that. Even better. Or lumber. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go to Home Depot and buy lumber and keep it in your garage and then sell it six months later. <laughs> um, okay, but here's, okay, this is where I think Professor Dubill was kind of, what he was getting at when he was kind of making fun of me is, um, man, that really... That really is that where your nickname ten percent came from? Ten Well ten percent ten percent tie. What what's 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 isn't Tom Brady's yes. nickname T B twelve or whatever? Ten percent tie. Mine's mine's ten percent tie. What's up, old ten percent tie? Um so the um <laughs> that was really funny. So no no no. So that's what he's talking about is there still is this element. So even a bond and a stock, the way that they're structured inside the tradable markets, because systematically they're, they're part of the same type of system. Now I'm, I'm oversimplifying a very complex situation here, uh, system here, but yes, you do have diversification. If you have so much stock, so much bond, if you've got different types of market sectors, large cap, small cap, right? All these different pieces of the market, but they're still correlated. There's still a lot of correlation there. Um, in fact, there's also, uh, there's a really, I've got some really cool research reports that I've got from early nineties and early two thousands about a publicly traded REIT stock. So again, REIT is a real estate portfolio, right? There's so much, it's real estate in a fund and you can buy the stock of that REIT. So they did a study and that REIT is more correlated to like Walmart stock or Amazon stock than it is related to no. actually really you know, do you know how tides work Ty? right so yeah the tides, tides of the ocean like yeah the, the, the rising ocean. tides how? raises all boats yep. raise and the lower boats. tide lowers all boats you ready true. use that analogy oh you want me to go with that <laughs> if the market <laughs> If people are skittish in the market, oh yeah, okay, you're generally going to see that REIT lower in value just because yes. it is traded on a public market. Yes, mostly. Yes, not completely, but yeah. I love it. 
I love it. Yes. Okay. Great analogy. So yes. In fact, right to to Bill's point and to your point, there was a major. The tides pulled way out in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Way out. Mm-hmm. Everything. And then a big decimated. tsunami came in. Um. And a big tsunami came in. So, so this. Okay. So that's a long drawn discussion. Okay. So how do we build the perfect portfolio? And to be frank, the perfect portfolio doesn't really exist. And the perfect portfolio really is, um, really depends on each person. Yep. And so when we say the word perfect, we don't mean perfect. We're just using the word, we're just using the word perfect because perfect. it sounds good. Yeah, we have to, we have to say that. The perfect portfolio. That's not perfect. Here we go. It's your catching, but the <laughs> there you go. better portfolio. So, but again, as we start to look at self-directed, this is where we can start adding different systems within our overall investment picture that in my opinion offers us more pure diversification right so you can go out and buy a property with your ira right and and you owning a property now again there were high vacancies in 2008-2009 but that is still going. So again, there was such a uh, a, a macro like uh, economic shift. It was really, I mean, just so many things got beat up. But actually, you know what? Again, within a portfolio, you can also add fixed annuities, which we're going to talk about in an upcoming podcast, which have no loss and they guarantee. Like there are still guaranteed products that you can build that into your portfolio. So your portfolio has a piece that's part of that perfect portfolio. But having this self-directed option. To where you even joked about it before, you can invest some of your dollars yeah, into sunscreen companies, business, yeah, right. That's that that can give you a lot different movement in your portfolio than you would accomplish just by buying nothing but stocks and bonds. Um, we work with some gentlemen out of Vegas uh, who run some different funds, Dandrew Partners, and there's a private art fund that your self-directed accounts can buy into, right? Um, and so, again, there's, there's, there's ways that you can add pieces. Now, some of these you can still add outside of the IRA. You don't have to have an IRA to do it. But what we're getting at is within the self-directed IRA, it's, there, there's a tool to allow your retirement dollars to be invested in, in systematically yeah. different tools. Yeah. That's what Like the really guy who started his own hedge fund with Thoroughbreds. With the goal of winning the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. He started his own hedge fund. Yeah. Put your money into it through a self-directed account. Could you awesome. And they would use that money to go because he had some sort of statistical thing to, there... to figure out like out of ten thoroughbreds, two of them are gonna oh, make cool. money. So yeah. And very interesting. Wasn't there a movie that just came out about uh, that? See I see this that just came out or is coming out. Oh, <laughs> a Nazi biscuit. I yeah, swear but, but, I saw but one of the Sorry, one of the horses won the Kentucky Derby, and all the investors in that fund made a ton of money. So, and I just remember them talking about it. it was pretty cool. Yeah, so you can do that in a self-directed IRA, and that's very well, and, and uncorrelated and even, to stocks. Even too, yeah. I mean, thoroughbreds. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Even too, cryptos. You know, cryptos are are uh, and and you know self-directing. IRA monies into cryptos is, is evolving too. And, and that's what I'm saying. So 
like there are other pieces that you can use um tax liens um private and personal notes i mean think about that like like even when 2008 hit 2009 hit i had a lot of friends and family that that weathered that storm just fine they didn't lose their job they made lots of money still and i mean think about that like you have the the capacity inside your self-directed account your self-directed ira solo 401k you can do private notes right and if you know the individual you're making the private note to i mean you could have easily had a private note that was still paying you i don't know five ten fifteen percent a year while the rest of your portfolio is is being taken to the woodshed so yeah, like that, that's, that's, so that's where we're getting at with this legislation and, and why it has such a, it, well, it can has, it has a potential for an impact to remove some of these, these um, true diversification tools uh, from, yeah. your, from your tool belt. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's important for everybody to sort of understand this because, you know, I don't know if we're telling people to write their congressman, but do it. Go look up the uh, information on the bill. And if you've got a self-directed IRA, I mean, you definitely don't want that to go away. Um, and and people can actually uh, kind of get involved that way. Man, we are we're becoming very political now. Your vote matters, Ty. Oh, look at us, man. We're grassroots politics. You're 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 what's you're, uh, um, Very political. You're an activist now. I am. Look yeah. at me. I am an activist. I love it. Um, no, again, it's, well, you know, I do what I can again. The the whole point here though, is, um, is the self-directed IRA and a lot of these things we talk about, you know, it's just such a pivotal piece of the big picture. Right. And, and that is, uh, again, it is part of our business. So we're a little biased. So, so take this all with a grain of salt, but, uh, yeah, it was, it it was important for us to get involved. We've been involved and we're going to continue to be involved with, with the, you know, voicing our opinions on this. And, and this is a way that, you know, you, the listener, you can really add some tools to what you, the mix that you have that can help you weather some storms, right. That will give you some, some strategies that, that will move differently from your stocks and bonds yeah. and maybe in your yeah, and in fact, 401k. we're going to have a, stuff, uh, uh, an important podcast maybe in the next couple of weeks. Someone talking about their self-directed IRA and what they've done that we've uh, worked with. And they've done it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have one of our uh, one of our good friends on. Yeah, uh, LB. About Lauren, having Lauren Barwell on. Does he go by LB? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have one of our good friends. Uh, LB? Uh, yeah. Only from you and me. <laughs> Yep, we're gonna have one of our good buddies on with us. He's gonna talk about uh, some of the successes that he's had and some of the the stuff he's had to work through on his good, good yeah, example of it. That's in part because he's been able yeah. to use so, this tool. Yep. Anyway, exactly. I don't know if we can beat that dead horse anymore. Not the thoroughbreds. Um, good times. The proverbial dead horse. Uh, it's dead. It's pretty. It's pretty. Dead. Oh, yeah. Did uh, yeah? Has anybody invested no. in, in the dead horse that nope. we just beat? And they shouldn't. I hope not. So yeah. So okay, maybe we'll have to give some maybe updates really on this no. bill and see what kind of what comes from it because obviously it's going to affect people if it goes into play in some form. But hopefully, hopefully there'll be some changes to yep. it. So I, I think we're done. So I think we have beaten the dead horse. So we don't want to bore people anymore. Self self directed okay. IRAs, everybody. 
we'll come back to this at some point. Well, too. We had fun. And we'll talk about it again, I'm sure, because it's an important topic. Yep. Well, and uh, and next week too, we're going to talk a little bit more about that a piece of that perfect portfolio yeah. with like we talked about with the annuity, that kind of that guaranteed income piece, right? Because again, when we look at the big picture, what gives you the best tool, right? It's truly systematic pieces that it all work independent of each other and they really aren't as impacted by each other. And, yeah. and the annuity is a really powerful tool. And we're going to have a we're yeah. talk about that and have somebody on. Awesome. That, so. Well, good job. Good job, Ty. Way to go. Okay, my friend. Stay warm. Stay warm. You too. Always a good job. I am. I got my hoodie on. I love hoodie weather. I got hoodie weather is the best happens, weather. But... So. <laughs> yeah, you... You, that's true. You are in St. George yeah. where it's a lot nicer, a lot warmer. Mm, this is like the there. perfect time of year for you. Man. All right. So. Thanks, my brother. We'll talk to you and everybody else next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ty and Rye, the Finance Guys podcast today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit subscribe. That way you won't miss any future episodes. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ty and Rye podcast. Also, check us out at myprosperteam.com. Thanks. We will see you next week.